So this just in. <laughs> if anyone remembers the Jeffree Star and Andre Marhold situation, uh, Jeffree Star has been robbed by her boyfriend, Andre Marhold, and says under one of his pictures on Instagram, hey, since you won't answer the phone right now, can you give me all the stuff back that you stole from my house? What kind of lowlife fucking scum does that? Give it back. If you need a return label, just ask. <laughs> what is going on, man? What's happening, bro? Like, I'm... Uh, 2020's full of surprises. 2020's The social introvert. Oh, you want? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Why you lying, ho? <laughs> Go, Prezi. I know the time, ho. I know the time. 4G's what we slide, no. <laughs> Brought everything out Supreme Store. Fast. Kermit T burning weed out the cookie store. Retro foe, Chevy low, push and go, push and go. No key ignition, low suspension, ride the distance. Ride the distance. My shorty bad with fat ass and no extensions. No extensions. All real and natural. She loved to ride and sit inside my Grand National. She Gucci this, she proud of that, no fashion over though. I do the dash, she roll the dope. Smoke the best from coast to coast, you know? While conversing, she tell me everything she think I like to hear. Blowing smoke, all that fiction in the air. All these women on my text, all this gold on my neck. The big fish they want to catch, and you gon' leave me? That's a stretch. Why you lying, ho? <laughs> Go Prezi, I know the time, ho. I know the time. 4G's what we slide, no. <laughs> Brought everything out Supreme Stone. Fast. Wouldn't believe what I seen behind these millionaire shades. Did well for a nigga with low grades. Now my salary five times what a teacher make. My eldest Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Sid Davis back with a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast, episode 267. You can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. So, that was brand new from Stolly, titled Why You Lying, off of the brand new project, Speak No Blue. Um, anytime I see his name on, on a site or streaming service, and it's a title I've never seen before, automatically I'm thinking, okay, new single probably, or a new project. More than likely, is always a new project from Stolly. Uh, he's just not going to throw one or two songs out there, but... When I see his name, I'm rushing to it. Uh, I've been a Stolly fan for years, man. Most of us, I think we can say we've been listening to him since we first heard him on Currency's Pilot Talk album. And of course, MMG happened. Then he left MMG and then he's doing his own thing with BCG, Blue Collar Gang. And I, I don't know the situation really. With Blue Collar Gang, they seem to be doing okay. Um, I know I re I recently found out that one of my favorite other artists from like 2009, 2010, 2011, he's been consistent throughout the decade, but um, Gerald Walker from Milwaukee. Um, he has amazing projects with Cardo. Uh, go check them out. They're, they're all over the internet. They might be on streaming services. But 
uh, Gerald Walker is a part of BCG as well. So I thought that was dope. So uh, go check this project out. It's available on all streaming platforms. It's titled Speak No Blue. Check it out. So before I get into the show for real, for real, I want to talk about something and it's very fucking annoying. I, I don't. I really don't like this. Uh, let me see if I can find this. Uh, where I'm getting at is podcast beef. Uh, whatever. I. It's corny. It's lame. I'm trying to find it. I think she blocked me. If she did, uh, whatever. Let me see if I can find this thing. Um, I think she blocked me. Whatever. Anyway, let me paraphrase this entire thing. So I posted a picture on twitter of a child little girl with a pacifier in her mouth but she has like this real like condescending look like really that type of look and i captioned it so i posted that picture and i captioned by saying when someone's breath stank through their mask so basically if i can i think i remember she said you you need to offer them a mint or some gum uh, be nice don't be so rude. You're not funny. Fuck out of here. And I said, I, what did I do? No, no, no. I didn't even say anything. So I go on her page and I'm scrolling through and I see this tweet. And the tweet was, I think she was like going off at blogs. And the blogs was saying something, I guess, reviewing her podcast, saying that the podcast podcast was not up to par and it, it wasn't really that great and it was basically constructive criticism her tweet says she takes that and quotes it and her tweet says um all you blogs can fuck off and eat a dick up and die or some shit like that and wishing death upon people isn't nice so i took the exact same thing that she sent me about me saying about your breath stinking through your mask and i kind of you know tweaked it a little bit and you know saying don't be so negative uh wishing death upon others isn't nice like be kind to others and she replies back and she says fuck you forever she said if you want to go toe to toe she said my podcast can fuck your podcast up and i was like whoa okay that damn you need to say all of that she was like, you can eat a dick up and die too. And it hurt my feelings. So this entire time, I didn't call her out her name. I just say, hey, ma'am, uh, I have no quarrel with you. I have no beef. She was like, oh, I don't care. She said, but I can start some beef. She said, and fuck your podcast. What is the social introvert? And <laughs> to the truth be told, it's just the name I came up with out of just being high one night and watching uh, a marathon of Seinfeld. That is the literal origin of the social introvert podcast. That's why one of the, yeah, one of the logos that I made was a Seinfeld theme type of logo. So that's where that comes from. I was just high one night watching Seinfeld, but to tell people to eat a dick up and die, um, that's not very nice. So I never said anything mean to her. Um, and I said, well, I said, blessings. I said, I hope you have a nice day. Take care. 
I'm not wasting my time arguing with you. I said, this is foolishness. And she was like, fuck you forever again. She said, and you can just die. And that was the final reply. And I just, you know, I tapped the heart, you know, liked the tweet. And yeah, I'm trying to look through it. And she blocked me. But yeah, whatever. (laughs) Hey, look, this whole podcast beef shit. Stop it. Stop it. Knock it off. I I hate when people do this. I've I've noticed this more and more now. This is not rap music. There's to a certain extent in rap music where I think beef is kind of lame. I think that shit is cheesy. It's corny. That's uh, I give more respect to the rappers back in the day when they beefed because it wasn't on some like rah rah or I'm pulling pulling up with my crew. You can pull up with your crew too, or you know I bust my gun and you bust yours and shit like. Nah, is niggas that's going to the block and having an open mic uh, rap battle. I like that. You know, we need to take it back to the days of, you know, uh, what, what's that movie? <laughs> is it Breaking? Yeah, Breaking and then Breaking to Electric Boogaloo. You know, we need to hash it out on some like dance shit. I'm, I'm willing to have a dance off with people. Don't be coming at me with no guns and shit. Like I have a very low tolerance. This is why I don't own guns. <laughs> I have a very low tolerance. Hey, come at me with a hot 16 or something. But this this podcast beef shit, shut up. Knock it off. I ain't got the time for it. This is where I come in and I just talk to myself through a microphone for about 35, 40 minutes. Or unless I have a guest, it might go longer. But this, I don't know. I think, you know, here here's another hot take. I think the most bottom of the barrel people are on Twitter. And that's not, no, don't take that. Do not take that as like disrespect because I'm on Twitter too. And there's a lot of great freaking people on Twitter. But for the ones that come out and just say the nastiest, most heinous things about something or to somebody, y'all are really bottom of the barrel people that will not go anywhere in life. Like you, you just... You lack soft skills in the real world. Um, you know, I'll stop. I'll move on from this. Anyway, let me get to some new music because I'm, I'm about to take it there. Uh, let's see what else we got going on here. So I mentioned yesterday that Dom Kennedy dropped an album. Um, pretty good album. I'm still listening to it. Still trying to still trying to get familiar back with, you know, some Dom Kennedy, man. It's It's been some years where. I was just like, fuck this shit, man. He's not really putting his all into it like he used to. I was angry. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, let me see what I want to play. What do I want to play? You know what? I'll play something from Currency's new project. So he came back around with Harry Fraud with a sequel to The Outrunners, except it's not The Outrunners. That was It was going to be called The Outrunners the director's cut and i guess he found himself making more songs with harry fraud and said screw the outrunners title let's just call ourselves like a duo uh the outrunners this new project will be called the director's cut and it's an extended version of <clears throat> the the previous project outrunners um it's nine tracks i believe I believe the Outrunners was nine tracks. 
Currency put out so much, man. I don't even know the exact number of any of his projects anymore. I just <laughs> I just go to the playlist and I just hit play. But yes, uh, the director's cut is out on all streaming services. You can check it out. It's really good. Uh, he has Snoop Dogg on there. He has Trippy Red, which kind of threw me off guard, but that was kind of dope. Styles P's on here and Larry June, my guy. Larry June is on this project. One of my favorite songs off of this project is News on Mute. It is the intro. Check it out. This is quick as we arrive, we slide. Great doors open while it's in drive. It look like it can fly. Drop shot, they off at a photo shoot for Levi's. Told her I was proud of her kiss on each eye. Rolled the two joints, she could smoke during break time. Pretty bitch getting paid and high, that's what I like. Off to the studio, forever pressing the line. And Rolexes don't buy themselves, my guy. Put the grind down, fight tooth and nail. No matter who you think you with, you all alone in this shit. Smoke the whole zone for I dip. I sent my homegirl up time to grab the hundred piece wings from skill. Bring it to the lab. Now it's like the strip club, but I'm making rap. Visions in attendance. I did my work and then I skirt. School shorty up, I dropped off in the beginning of the verse. The shoe was a success. She was networking. She told me who she met. Very important person. She get her own. She ain't on me by buying purses. After a few Instagram posts, them hoes worthless. Andretti sounding like itself. You get nervous. Hold it through the Bluetooth, low rider swerving, graceful through the lane, Dr. Julius Irving, push away the pain, listening to the rain, got the news on mute, I already know what they saying. Off the coast of Florida, the holiday weekend began with a wild boat chase. These incredible photographs capture a speedboat whipping through the waters off the Caribbean. Skimming across the Gulf of Mexico for nearly 20 hours at speeds of over 70 miles per hour. There was a pretty lengthy chase in the waters off of Florida. You hear these stories about how there's a big ship further out at sea, offloading to a smaller boat, and they come on shore. To grab a vessel of this power and strength in the middle of the night with no lights, running through the bay where you can see the water depth was less than two feet. They weren't going to quit. Once again, that is news on mute by currency and harry fraud off of the brand new project the director's cut is available on all music streaming platforms sound like some some miami vice 80s theme type shit sound like a movie the entire project sounds like a freaking movie um but yeah uh i like how recently and he's kind of done this before early on in his career but now he's getting more into like the cinematic feel of his music it's it's like a is is a few movie clips that he'll throw in the middle of the music video um i mean larry june is even doing that right now with uh some of his songs on his upcoming project he actually did that on his re-release of orange season so i i, I just like the aesthetic that they're adding to their music now it's so fucking dope uh, but yeah, check it out. It's really good. As always, I can't wait to see what Spitter got coming next. So, we got a little problem when it comes to censorship. So, this is on HotNewHipHop.com. And it says, Spotify employees threaten strike and protests 
if Joe Rogan podcast isn't censored. I just want to say real quick, y'all don't get out much, do you? <laughs> All right. Um, read this article. These damn pop ups. Damn. Anyway, when Spotify signed Joe Rogan's wildly popular The Joe Rogan Experience podcast to an exclusive licensing deal, it took a gamble bringing the show to a platform by allowing Rogan to maintain creative control. Um, uh, a gamble? Never mind. Rogan is a notoriously outspoken proponent of free speech and no stranger to entertaining controversial ideas on his show. He most recently apologized for accidentally spreading misinformation in regards to sharing debunked claims about left-wing people, intentionally starting wildfires in Oregon, which were quickly spread throughout the, his large audience. The podcast receives 190 million monthly downloads. Really? Shit. <laughs> I didn't know it was that much. I know it was popular, but okay. I always listen to it, but whatever. Um, some Spotify employees were said to be uncomfortable with Rogan's controversial opinions and guests, including prominent far-right media personality Alex Jones and transphobic writer Abigail Schreier. Rogan's episode with Schreier was specifically brought up in a Spotify town hall meeting that addressed employees' unease with Rogan's problematic platform. Jesus Christ. According to Digital Music News, some New York-based Spotify employees are considering a strike and protest if the demands they made to Spotify in regards to censoring Rogan's podcast weren't met. Spotify employees were demanding direct editorial oversight over the recently acquired Joe <clears throat> Rogan's Experience podcast, Digital Music News reported. That would be included the ability to directly edit or remove sections of upcoming interviews or block the uploading of episodes deemed problematic employees also demanded the ability to add trigger warnings corrections and references to fact check articles on topics discussed by rogan in the course of his multi-hour discussions this is a problem a huge fucking problem one <laughs> you give someone creative control because you recognize the the I, I don't oh my god oh man uh, i'm getting i'm getting stressed out already because it's almost like what what happened in rap music it's happening here in podcasting literally trying to censor trying to the trigger warnings the goodness grace podcast is a speaking I can't even get it out. I can't even get my full fucking thoughts out. This is stupid. This is dumb as hell. You want to have the right to directly edit and remove sections of any of the upcoming interviews and add trigger warnings and corrections? Hey, look. Everybody just stay independent. <laughs> now, I heard Joe Budden on the Joe Budden podcast, what he said, it was like maybe three different episodes where he went on a full rant and breakdown of what was going on. I listened very carefully and closely. And to myself, I'm like, you know, I've been a big fan of Joe Budden since 2000. Maybe 
I've seen him in the past, and I think we need to get off of that now. His past with Def Jam. We need to get off of that now. Like, it, that's over with. That's been done. Pump It Up is still being played. Who gives a fuck? Pump it, I still love Pump It Up. Who cares? But in, in the back of my mind, I was like, I don't know, man. Maybe Joe kind of being a little too extreme. But then now that I'm reading this, I'm like, Joe Button was right. He was 100% correct from everything, not even, not even oppression being on the bridge and you crossing it and taking the oppression, just not even trying to address or negotiating your worth. Uh, just the simple fact that they're trying to censor and take your property from you, something that they had nothing to do that you probably sat in your own little room or office or dope ass setup that you have, whatever you have doesn't matter. Cause I've heard amazing podcasts with the most minimal shit at their disposal, but whatever the fact that they're trying to take control of a free speaking platform is bullshit. And that's all I have to say. Cause I can go off right now and just get on my soapbox and rant about creative control i did that a long time ago i did that as a child i would read articles and and dive deep into uh an artist's career and the record label that they were signed to and looked at it and say hey such and such is getting screwed over that looks like a bad idea and i was sitting there and just ranting shit and i i used to do blogs talking about why rappers are choosing to do this like i'm not about to go down this long haul and rant of this happening to podcasters i'm new to this game i'm i'm four years fresh into the game <laughs> well, well, well three years going on four but it, just just stay independent and if you're a part of an independent network like i am um just stick it for the long haul bro this is no good if Spotify is doing this and Spotify was looked at like bottom of the barrel, just low level, like they were getting shitted on forever. And now they're just doing whatever they can to just fuck people over. I'm I'm scared at what Apple might because I don't even think Apple gives out analytics of anything. I know Spotify does, but well, not all the analytics, but I know Spotify does to a certain extent. I know Apple doesn't really give give out analytics. I don't know what their their thing is with censorship. I I just don't know, bro. This is terrible. You're doing this to Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh boy, I I don't know. I might be talking ahead of myself, but if anything, I I would say Joe Rogan could possibly buy Spotify one day. Just throwing that out there. There's a lot of these motherfuckers that could probably buy you out. I would say Drake, um, as much as I'm, I'm not of a fan of his like that, Drake could stunt and probably buy one of you motherfuckers out one day. Not now, but one day. It'll happen, probably. Um, yeah. And this is why I'm like, I, I don't know what to do, because it's, it's, it's like a wall everywhere you go with music with with this with podcasting and then people just getting sensitive and just crying like hoes and 
You can't say that. That's not nice. You need to word it a little. No, fuck out of here. We're people. We're human. We're not perfect. Let us talk how we talk. If we need to get corrected, we will get corrected. This is bullshit. Um, I, you know what? I think Joe Rogan has leverage and I know he does. Why am I saying? I think he has leverage in this. Um, I don't know what's going to happen from here. There could be a breaking of the contract. There could be, uh, who knows? It's inevitable at this point. This is bullshit. I, I don't like that taking control of something. I am not a fan of control, period. Unless it's for a good cause. This shit that you're trying to manipulate and control people and do what you want and not let the actual creator do what they want. <laughs> you see how sensitive I get with this. I I get angry because we've seen this story before. And it's like they're trying to do it again. And I, I, I don't know. Anyway, let me move on from this. I had enough. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting here getting stressed out over this nigga that got 190 million listeners and I ain't even got a fraction of what this motherfucker has. Um, but shout out to Joe Rogan experience. Uh, let me see what I want to play here. Um, you know what? I'm not going to play anything new. I'm going to play something from like, Oh, two. Um, this is from camp Lowe's sophomore album let's do it again and i don't know like i went back listening to this like of course uptown saturday night that's an undeniable like breakout classic album that if you hear the song you're like oh shit yo that's camp low lucini or if you hear Cooley high or black nostal jack or Crystal Carrington, you'll get hype. You'll be like, oh shit, Camp Low. But when it comes to the sophomore album, um, it didn't do well. And I, I, I've i listened to the album, but I was like, you know what? Let me go back and listen to their sophomore album. And it's really fucking good. Like, it's unfortunate that the sophomore album was met with commercial failure, but eh, you know, I mean, Camp Low has been able to still make music throughout the years, even up to now. Um, they just dropped or they re-released their project 80 Blocks from Tiffany's Part 2 with Pete Rock, which is really good. Like, I think that's one of their best projects since damn the debut album. They they came with it, bro. But anyway, one of my favorite songs from Camp Lowe's Let's Do It Again is titled Gotcha featuring Tyler Woods. Check it out.
my time and my dividends beam as buggies with lizard skin. All I get is nagging, no affection, no passion. What happened is celebrating, phone sex masturbating. Late night never fail, long distance conversating. Been met the parents, plus I bonded with the family. So why I keep falling in insanity? And how can it be you asking me to choose between my music and you? This is something I never imagined we would be going through. Tell me how you make a pimp cry, how you got the pearlies spent around your neck, girl. How you make me spin Make me carry photos, show it to my chief crooks Said I'm off my best lane, man you up to me How you make them say that, and you know I don't care How you wanna mean this magazine style in a mohair How you the best ever How could I ever cheat and smile at you, gotcha Ain't no carousel ride, but this is my first plea, and this is my last cry. She works in paparazzi, probably bugging my harajis. Wanna listen and watch me? Why don't you just trust me and love me? Let me tell you my secrets and show you all of my gratitude. I'm doing this for us, so you should dead the attitude. We said we will always subsay till we old and gray, and maybe one day have a wedding bouquet. I'm in the Posita, Maglina, Cadillac dolls, Fonina's track, she will see me speed off. Why? Magic is magic. Once again, that's Gotcha by Camp Low featuring Tyler Woods off of their sophomore album, Let's Do It Again, from 2002. It's available on all music streaming platforms, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I always had a theory about them. And actually, me and Cole Jackson did an episode on Camp Low's debut album, a long time ago, I want to, well, not really a long time ago, it feels like a long time ago, but, um, and I'm still mad about that episode, the reason why, because him and I recorded, let me see, we, me and Cole went almost three, three fucking hours talking, like, we, we broke the album down, my theory is, these are the only two guys to usher in that 70s jive turkey black exploitation, you know, cool, uh, you know, gangster look from the movies in rap music. Like they were the only ones to usher that shit in. And the other part of my theory is I always thought Jay-Z was kind of the person to swipe that style from them and use it for his reasonable doubt album um the connection ski beats is heavily involved with camp low he is responsible for their first album he still does production for them and of course if you know about jay you know about reasonable doubt the connection there is dead presidents produced by ski beats feeling it um pretty pretty much uh, actually, let me see. Feeling it was the joint that Jay Z took from Camp Low. That was what was used. Feeling it was supposed to go to Camp Low for their sophomore album. So I always believed there was something at play 
when it came with Jay-Z in that suit he was wearing on the cover of Reasonable Doubt. Because there, there's a lot of that... There's a lot of that that lifestyle and talk and Reasonable Doubt, but not to the extent of what Camp Low was doing on their debut album. I don't know. I just... I kind of look at it sideways. But anyway, Camp Low is still my guys till this day. I fucking love Camp Low. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I still bump that shit. The Uptown Saturday Night album, like it's new. Um, the sophomore album, Let's Do It Again, is pretty good. I just, every time I put their shit on, is I get this refreshing feeling because no one else has been able to execute it like they have. But anyway, um, let me see. Before I get up out of here, Mia Khalifa has joined OnlyFans. Yep. Mia Khalifa is now on OnlyFans. Now, if you're aware, I've been kind of somewhat attacking Mia Khalifa adjacently. Not really attacking, but criticizing her, like showing her cards uh, and showing her for the person who she is. Mia Khalifa recently came out and warned young women not to get in this porn industry and telling them that it'll... It'll ruin their lives. Then she goes on this national grand tour, shading the porn industry, making up lies, saying that she only made 12 grand in in a total of three months while she was in the industry. Then uh, was it not Bang Bros? Was it Bang Bros or was it Brazzers? One of the two, Bang Bros, if I'm not mistaken, made a separate site specifically debunking Mia Khalifa claims. It's, it's an actual site. Most of y'all probably already know about this, but they debunked every single claim that she made. And shortly after, of course, she goes to warn the young women about the porn industry. And she goes on to marry her longtime chef boyfriend, which I, I think there was like a promise that was made that she wouldn't get back into this industry or anything that was sort of kind of leaning towards the porn industry but yeah she is on OnlyFans now uh poor husband because <laughs> I don't think he could really say anything I don't think he has much of a say it's kind of like a whatever thing to, well not really a whatever thing to him it's like a damn I want to say something but if I do I'm gonna feel like the bad guy in this situation yeah so let's get into this article. Um, let me see where it's at. Uh, Mia Khalifa gets shamed for joining OnlyFans after saying she regrets doing porn. Mia Khalifa only worked for a year in the porn industry and made 11 videos. She gained a great, a great deal of notoriety in that time, especially for wearing a hijab <laughs> in, one, in one of the films. She says... This was something she was pressured to do on set and regrets it. In fact, Khalifa has spoken out quite a lot of, about why young women or anyone should not participate in the porn industry. It's not because she thinks sex work is wrong. It's because other people end up owning your content and making money off it long after you want to see it gone. Oh, God. Uh, her fame has given her a larger platform, especially on TikTok, 
where she has built up a younger fan base with more enlightened views on consent and owning your own image. On September 18th, she used one of the popular TikTok jokes that sex workers use to announce she had joined OnlyFans saying she has a full-time job as, a, as an accountant. On her page, she writes it, it will be safe for work content, kind of, and lists the fee to subscribe as $11.99 a month, according to Junkie. She has said there will not be any nudes or other explicit material. Yet. Yet. Keyword. Yet. Um, I am finally growing into my self-confidence in who I am and the decisions I make for me. What? What? <laughs> so basically how you ended up going into the porn industry. Okay, whatever. Even though I will not be creating new content yet, I want to take my power back and just post what I want what and what makes me feel good. Basically like how you got in the porn industry. Jesus Christ. That sounds very different than having your hated porn films constantly posted and promoted by companies making money off of them. But for some people, that's too much of a mental jump to make. A bunch of people jumped online to criticize Khalifa's decision to join OnlyFans, which is traditionally a platform for sharing adult content. The big difference between OnlyFans and porn bought from companies is the performers in them set their own prices and get the money directly. And let me see, is that it? Is that the end? Of the article give me a second there's a lot of anger from a certain type of bro towards all women but women who make money through the very pornography they enjoy that's why they click oh that's why they will click on these films Khalifa made in 2011 and got paid only 12 grand for it, even as they keep raking in cash for the producers but think there's something gross about her having only fans completely under her own control Listen, man, um, check this out. Let me see. Oh, there's more. At this point, Khalifa can do whatever she wants with the platform she's built through the exploitation. Um, okay. Yeah, you can say that she was abused in the industry. She's not wrong. There have been many, 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 many porn stars who have been abused in the porn industry. Uh, but do not think for one second that there won't be any nude content in the upcoming future. She's basically contradicting herself. She's take forget everything that she said about warning young girls. You forget about it. It's out the window now. She's on OnlyFans. Have y'all seen the content on, on OnlyFans from some of the women? Especially on the private Snapchats. Like, come on, man. Like, I'm just, I do this every time because I just like calling out her bullshit. She goes on this whole grand national tour of shitting on the porn industry. And it got so bad and repetitive that you had to have a large corporation come out and make a separate website about you and your lies. Like, come on, fam. Come on. And then the sports commentating show that she was on, I knew she was on there with Gilbert Arenas. I didn't know how long she was on there. She was only on there for two months and she quit. So, yeah, there's there's that. Um, <laughs> don't, uh, just don't think for one second that there won't be 
any nude content in the foreseeable future. It's coming. It's coming. Safe for work content? Like, what is that? What is... Safe for work content is me watching... Um some kid probably played with fucking play-doh on youtube that's safe for work content i'm just letting the video play on my screen in my cubicle or something that's safe for work content uh safe for work content when it comes to uh, you know regarding mia khalifa eh. <laughs> i don't know that's debatable i mean we could talk about it but i wouldn't know what that means when it's you know, regarding Mia Khalifa, that's just questionable at best. But anyway, I feel bad for her. Um, I, I'm not trying to criticize OnlyFans or the women that are a part of OnlyFans. Do what you do. It's cool, I guess. Um, taking back the power. I have a theory on that when it comes to doing what you're doing and you making these claims about taking back your power and there's a million and one ways to take back your power and what this is what y'all are doing and then what y'all doing is fine like i said it's okay but saying oh i'm taking back my power and and crazy shit like that and then getting upset when your stuff leaks online can't get mad at that this is the internet it can get leaked online and once it's online it's on there forever i don't know why y'all getting upset about it all your shit leaks on reddit if y'all didn't know some of y'all y'all claim to be so internet savvy but not that internet savvy but a lot of your stuff does leak on reddit and other sites i'm not aware of the other sites but it is on reddit because i'm on reddit and i'm like oh shit does she know about this (laughs) but yeah um uh, just just be loud and proud and say you're a sex worker just say that you don't have to sit there I'm taking back my power as a woman because I don't know maybe I'm wrong who the fuck knows I don't care anyway that wraps this episode up for me thank you for listening to episode 267 of the social introvert podcast real quick shout out to random tandem podcast 12 cow podcast Jonathan podcast just Say Words Podcast, Conversation Con Artist, Tackless Know-It-All, Two Awkward Millennials, Glenn and Her Podcast, and of course, shout out to the BYNK family, <clears throat> shout out to Cole Jackson and Shogun of Name Podcast, and shout out to Carefree Black Nerd with your host, Rain Coleman. Last but not least, I can't forget about Jasmine Blue and Hakeem Skipwith. Those are BYNK blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator. You can go to bynkradio.net, go to the lifestyle section, scroll down to you see social introvert. That's me. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis. I have other social media handles. Those will also be in the description of this episode. Send your thoughts. You have any questions you need, any advice could be about anything. Do not hesitate. Send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com and until next week guys peace just cause I pimp I didn't want my son to pimp cause it didn't necessarily mean he was gonna make it like me didn't want my daughter to be a hoe cause she might not have been able to make it oh she would have made it right well we'd have to give her some direction you know I ain't mad at him don't let this climb these furs and these diamonds and these tailor made 
talking about you gotta pay. Rap don't work, push bass like the 80s. She cooking, she clean, and her head is amazing. Cookies in the wood got me looking like an Asian. 415s got me beating up the pavement. When this come on, the real peas go crazy. Get it home, my number never hit her, I'm shady. My lifestyle vain, you broke hoes lazy. Meet me out of Houston, my life's so therapeutic. You got it, but won't shoot it. These young niggas stupid. Yeah. Living like a Jewish, spend it, then recoup it. Then make the money triple. Gotta stay consistent. Yeah. Quit worrying about these bitches. These bitches opportunists. All women not bitches. Your homie might not be loyal. Catch me sliding through the city. It'll never be the same. One hand on my body, other hand on the grain. Yeah. Real nigga never show they hand. You niggas trip. I got these bitches going hiking, getting drunk and skinny dipping. Still got the same vision. Chris and fried chicken. Frisco had a bitch. Great t-shirt with The social, the social introvert. introvert.